Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wales Coffee Chat. Good to see all of you guys here this morning, nice and early. You guys look like you've got a coffee or two already. Rodney, Luke, Alison, Sean, Donna. Great to have you guys here today. And welcome along. Fabulous Friday. Not too bad outside here in the fabulous GC. How's it in your neck of the woods, folks? I've been seeing a few people on uh, Facebook at the snow. I'm a bit jealous, actually. So uh, it's always uh, it's always good to have a reason for when it's cold, which is the snow, not just putting jumpers on and uh, shivering away and there's nothing to do with the cold. So anyway, hopefully you're uh, staying warm. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Most of you have jumped on already now, which is good. Good to see. Good to see. Where are we here? Do the quick intros while everything's warming up. If you don't already know, most of you do. Jason Witt's my name. But if you're new, say hello in the chat. Let us know who you are, where you're coming in from. Often we get a few people drop by. And uh, if you are dropping by, our Wealth Coffee Chats is uh, is all about uh, daily check-ins, 15 to 20 minutes long, about what's going on out there in the property marketplace and uh, trying to make some sense of it. Uh, Baham, how are you, mate? And... Good morning to you, uh, because there's a lot of uh, you know fear and ignorance portrayed by the media. They want you to click and read things that uh, often are sensationalist and uh, most often one-dimensional. Uh, you guys know I've talked about this often, uh, pieces of information, collecting dots. Collecting dots is not connecting dots, okay? And... Um, there are many things that can influence the direction of real estate values uh, and um, our rents and other things. So we need to understand them. Oh, all the way from Wyala. Well, fantastic. Oh, we've done a few deals down in Wyala back in the day, back in our cash flow, positive cash flow days. Wonderful Wyala. Well, thanks for joining us uh, wherever you are. And uh, a big shout out to the Wyalians. I don't know if that's the way you say it, um, but if it is, Great. If it's not, well, we'll move on. Anyway, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, I thought I thought we might take some time to have a look at a little bit of info, some data that popped up um, of recent times. There's been a bit of talk about the property market busting, property prices going down. Tell me in the chat. Put it in there for me right now. What have you seen in the newspaper? How far is the property prices going to fall? What percentage? Uh, because I've seen some ludicrous, absolute ludicrous uh, claims or articles. What percentage have you guys seen? These pork chops carrying on like a bunch of loonies um, trying to terrify the uh, the average punter. And unfortunately, they're doing a good job of it, um, unfortunately. But uh, tell me, what have you guys seen out there? What percentages uh, uh, of... Falls in the property marketplace have been uh, have been portrayed because uh, I've seen a few crazy ones out there, and uh, I've seen uh, yeah yeah Katrine twenty to thirty percent yeah, and uh, I mean it's ludicrous. It's not even technically possible twenty percent Bahan. Yeah, um, you know <laughs> last night. 6 p.m. Yeah, yeah, horror show. Like it was just, you know, this this stuff is is so so inaccurate, 
so wrong, uh, it's not funny. Now, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that one poor punter will do something stupid and lose twenty percent. It doesn't mean that that you know that that may happen. It's probably going to happen because of fear and making silly decisions. But will the general market pace plunge twenty or thirty percent? I don't think so. I don't think there's any chance of it doing that in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah. However, let's check a little bit of history and have a look at you know what has happened in the past because sometimes, sometimes it's good to look back a bit and have a look at what went on because we've seen these sensationalist headlines before. We've had professors and experts saying this rubbish, you know, every other day. And has it eventuated? The answer is no. But let's have a little look. Let's have a look. The, the general property market, um, have a look what and how it's panned out in the last little bit. Um, yeah, look, I mean, listen, what's happening right now is folks are able to borrow less because of the interest rates going up. It's not like everyone's, you know, unemployed or can't keep up with their mortgages or whatever. That's not happening at all right now. Aussies have got more money than they've ever had in our entire Australian history per capita. Um, a lot of people are getting pay rises. We've talked about that. But let's have a look at some historic info and data and see if some of these dots that we might be collecting, we can connect some dots and make some good rational decisions or good rational um, thoughts about, you know, where we are and what might happen next. That's what this is all about, folks, you know. Chris, good morning, man. Good to see you. Well, here's a bit of a rolling chart since 1990 uh, and uh, some good info here. You know, what has happened um, in the past few times where marketplaces have grown and the year-ending growth, this is the, the uh, you know, from January to December for the year, um, what's been the percentage, folks? Okay, and um, let's have a look at these ones. Now, back here, does anyone know what happened in sort of January 05? Uh, th this one was a beauty, you know, from, you know, uh, late 90s to kind of middle uh, middle O's, and depending on where you were in Australia, by the way, um, it kept going like this. Uh, but uh, that's another story uh, for another day. That's why we teach the concept of state diversification because often, other than, well, even in COVID, you know, the East Coast went absolutely ballistic, but Western Australia had no action. So, so let's have a look at these ones. What happened in 05? What happened in um, 08? Uh, my first true market market experience was in 08 for me. Um, I started Positive Real Estate in 2003. And so we kind of rode this sucker pretty well all the way to, uh, to this top here. Okay. Um, so we had a small correction uh, in... 2008, 2009, to the tune of minus 5% year-ending market growth. Tell me, folks, what happened in 2008, 2009, 
the worst financial crisis the world has ever seen. The world has ever seen. The worst financial crisis the world has ever seen. <coughs> the worst lending practices the world has ever had, etc., etc., etc. All right? So the worst in the past. Yeah, the GFC, that's it, Luke. GFC. 5%. All right? We had uh, a little bit of an aftershock here after the GFC. There's a little bit of a run. Can anyone remember what happened in um, uh, 2000? It was 12, 13, 14, uh, and it was connected connected to one of our industries, um, a very uh, affluent industry in Australia. Anyone remember what happened um, and, uh, in, in here? This was the mining bust, right? So mining bust in Australia. What helped? What helped Australia really across the GFC was that, um, um, yeah, there were some floods as well. You're dead right, Sean, up in Brisbane. Yeah, mining. That's it, Massey. Um, so mining was on the nose a bit, and people were losing jobs, and you know, uh, big infrastructure projects had finished, and there was lots of um, layoffs, and you know, blah blah blah. Some mining issues. So we had some. Contraction of growth uh, there, and then does anyone does anyone remember um, what happened in seventeen and eighteen when it came to um, the property market? Something really gave the property market a, a, a punch in the face, um, and it's another acronym. Uh, they annoy me endlessly. This uh, this uh, this body, but um, you know. I can't control them and nor can you, so we've got to work our way around it. Anyone remember what happened in 1718? Yeah, bloody APRA. <laughs> You're dead right, Luke. APRA. APRA. Right? APRA. All right? Those guys really crunched, like seriously restricted the access to capital in Australia. So we had another 5%, you know, whole market correction you know, year-end correction of 5%, negative 5% growth for the year. That doesn't mean that every property went down negative 5%. It was just the market momentum, right? And uh, you guys can see this now. You know, we've had some pretty significant growth. You know, look at this. Check this out. You know, the highest capital growth on this chart for a year-ending result, the highest. So, you know... What do you guys reckon? Tell me. You reckon the highest capital growth ever will continue forever? Like, who, who thinks that? Um, well, anyone smart doesn't. You take advantage of it when you can. The timing, nobody knew this would happen uh, this way. And if you were, you know, on the good side of it, happy days. You get a bit of a ride. What do you do? You lock in some equity. You get another deal. This is about acquiring the things that you want to acquire for your portfolio. Um, but, you know, this this ride's not going to end. Uh, this ride's not going to go on forever. It's got an end. Uh, and what's happening right now? Some things are changing. We have interest rates going up, and that will slow the rate of growth, right? And you can see uh, a rolling growth right now um, reducing, all right? Where will that go? What will it be like? Um Where's it going to affect the most? That's kind of the question. That's some conversations right there. All right. Tell me, uh, how long 
This is an interesting one. From peak to trough. I've got the answer on this next page, so I'm not going to show you yet. <laughs> from peak to trough, if we, if we zoom in here, from the peak to kind of the trough, which is the bottom. I don't know how you spell trough? Something like that. Um, how long in months does that last? On average, what have we seen in the past when we've had the worst financial crisis the world's ever seen, you know, the biggest mining bust, you know, the worst lending tightening Australia's ever seen with APRA, you know, blah, 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 you know, this, that, and the other. Luke's saying 12 to 18 months. And you're right, you're accurate, Luke. You know, peaks to troughs, if we have a look at this stuff, you know, uh, if we have a look in the past, you know, what happened? What happened in um, in corrections or adjustments and how long did they last? You know, both of these kind of market adjustments were about 14 months, you know, and uh, adjusted the general marketplace around about 5 to 6%. So right now, if I was to be uh, a, a betting man, which I am not, um, I would say, we're going to have maybe a 5 to 7% contraction on the general momentum of the marketplace. Uh, and it's going to last anywhere between 12 and 18 months. Luke, you're all over it, mate. Now, does that mean you should, you know, fall off your perch and roll over and whatever? No. Uh, it means you should be ready with your equity. You should have been ready six months ago. I've talked about equity lock for the last two years, folks. Um, but if you're not, if you're not ready, start getting ready now. Uh, and you should be ready to do another deal because all of the punters, all of the people who would pay too much are out of the marketplace right now. And now's a great time to be sniffing around nicking a great deal. And, uh, you know, which cities, folks, get affected the most. We've got five uh, five major cities in Australia. Um, which ones, chuck that in the chat for me, which ones get affected the most when it comes to, when it comes to prices going up because it accelerates because of just the mass of, of bodies and money in these cities, and then they get affected the most on adjustments as well. Tell me. Which are the two cities that get affected the most in Australia? Probably giving it away now. <laughs> when it comes to these corrections, team. Uh, because the pricing, Sharon's on it. The pricing differential in these cities is so extreme in comparison to the other, other cities in Australia. So, you know, I know... I know some first home buyers and their first home in, in Sydney was $2.6 million. Like, pick me up off the pavement. Are you kidding? <laughs> Mind-blowing. You know, in every other city in Australia, we're talking, you know, 500 grand, 600 grand. Gee, that's expensive. So, you know, where you have extremes of pricing, you do get extremes uh, of adjustments, ladies and gents, Right. So Sydney, certainly, if you are in Sydney and, you know, 
the average house price was is $1.4 million or whatever it is right now, depending if you're looking at median or average or what suburb you're in or et cetera, you know, Sydney uh, has some extremes in growth and it has some extremes in length and depth of adjustments, okay? So I would expect Sydney and maybe Melbourne. I think Melbourne's got a couple of tricks up its sleeve right now, but um, in the past... Sydney certainly affected the most. Uh, and then you have a look at Melbourne. Again, because higher prices down there mean people could, and higher incomes and et cetera, and more people and bodies and so on. You know, what does that look like? And Melbourne... Unfortunately, Melbourne, Melbourne's always had like a lower yield. Like, you know, everywhere else is kind of 5% and Melbourne's 4.5. Um, but I think that's about to change in Melbourne, personally, folks. You watch the next two years in Melbourne when it comes to our rental yields. I think it's going to have a little little run. So, you know, look at that. And uh, if we chuck Brisbane in there, you know, Brizzy had a little bit of a touch-up off the back of the mining, got smashed with the floods, you know. Um, it wasn't necessarily direct market influences when it comes to, you know, the property market and finance and et cetera. There was some environmental factors to that one. Um, but again, you know, how long might it last? How long will these adjustments be? You know, what could we look forward to? So right now, folks, here's my call on, you know, what next in this sort of space is, number one, we're going to see an adjustment, and I said it before, between 5 and 7%. That's my call of the general market. Not everywhere. Seriously, not everywhere. I think Perth's going to go up. Adelaide's already going up. Um, there'll be places investors will go to. I mean, we don't influence the market that much, but when you get a bunch of investors you know, run out of town, let's say, because prices have gone up there or the rents aren't high enough and they all go to Adelaide and it's a small market, well, you can you can uh, affect it, right? Um, I think you're going to see some good opportunities to buy, some good opportunities to buy, um, and you should be keeping an eye out for that. Okay, that's what I think. Yeah, I, Brisbane's got so much going for it. Luke, it's crazy, you know, like the construction up there, the population boom, you know, it's still 20, 30, 40% cheaper for houses than it is in Sydney or Melbourne and will always be. Well, not, I don't know if it will always be. Um, you know, we've got the Brisbane Olympics coming. It's There's so much Brisbane's got going on. Melbourne's actually got the Commonwealth Games on. I think Melbourne and Brisbane are going to get so much attention, it's not funny. But, um, you know, that's my call. And... You know, right now for you and I, you know, the supply and demand is tightening and continuing to tighten. So we need to say we're going to change our metric of success from growth because the last few years has been great for growth. Fabulous. If you can't use the equity that you have, I, I call it fool's gold, right? You're obsessing over something that doesn't actually really exist. If you can't touch it or use it, does it actually exist? It's made up in your mind. You're making shit up um, if you don't have access to it, right? 
And then people might get a little bit disappointed that they can't have access to it, which is fair enough. But what I'm saying is the next part is where your rents uh, and your underlying income will start to grow. All right, that's what's going to happen. Listen, people are getting pay rises. You know, the rents are going up. Uh, all of the construction uh, prices have gone up, and what that does is actually increase the ability for tax deductions as well in all the calculators. You know, so there's some interesting things going on. But, yeah, don't get caught up in this carry-on malarkey, 20 or 30% plummets and stuff. What absolute bullshit, uh, you know. So check in on some facts, team. Check in on some data, you know. Uh, make some sense of it all. Make sure the numbers make sense when you're, when you're doing these things. Check in with your coaches. You, you guys know this. Don't make decisions based on fear or ignorance. You know, get some assistance. You guys in the, our, our coaching program, if you're going to make some decisions, check in with your coaches and your teams, your five-star team, your six-star team. Uh, and, uh, you know, sometimes that, that does happen. Yeah, listen, I, I think... Charbel, good question. It will depend on how quick the RBA gets um, gets on with it, right? I think that if they drag it out, that'll be just bloody, you know, like dying a death of a thousand paper cuts. So anyway, so the cash rate needs to get to 3.5%. They're at 2%. They've got to get on with it. That could be two more rate rises this month and next month. I hope they get it done before the end of the year. That's what I want, Charbel. I think people will have a little little freak out about it. I think it'll be a sad Christmas because that's what the newspaper will do. And I think people will wake up in February, March next year and go, oh, shit, the world hasn't ended. Oh, life's not over. Oh, you know what? Um, things are still fine. And they'll get on with it. So my call, Charbel, which is a very broad call, I reckon it's going to be from now until March, April next year. That's what I think. That's what I think. Somewhere in the peak or around that sort of, that's going to be the low point between now and somewhere next year. That's that's my call. I might be wrong. I have been wrong plenty of times. Um, the future's hard to predict. Uh, certainly, uh, I don't think anyone would want to bet on it. But uh, it looks like that's where the data goes. And that's kind of people, you know, when people have a shock, when the marketplace has a shock, it takes about six months to realise it's not, we haven't ended, right? I'll give you an example right now. You know, the war in um, with Russia and Ukraine. There was a shock, right? It was a shock. Everyone was talking about it for a few months and no one's talking about it right now. So it's moved on. It's got it's gone past. Doesn't mean it's not important. Doesn't mean it's not affecting things. It's just like no one's talking about it right now. So it usually takes about three to six months to flow through when it's not a thing anymore. So, yeah. Anyway, that's my call. We've gone a little bit over this morning, but hopefully that was useful. Um, as always, if you've got anything you want me to uh, have a little uh, rabbit on about, um, let me know. Send me a message. You guys know where you can find me on Facebook and et cetera, and uh, let me know. Let me know. Yeah, Metricon, I mean, yeah, the average construction price, Luke's gone up 20 to 30%. I might do something on the construction stuff, actually. We're starting to see the first uh, little glimpses of construction prices chilling 
out a little bit, chilling out a little bit, which is nice. It, that, that, that was, that'd be normal too. Um, anyway, there you go, folks. Done and dusted. Wealth Coffee Chat over and, uh, over and out. Thanks, Trace. Good to see you, mate. Thank you to all of you hanging out this morning. Till next time, remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Buy well, never sell. And if you do need to sell, make sure it's strategic and talk to my mate Andy Fenton. <laughs> all right, I'm going. Just rambling on now. See ya. Have a good day. Oh, hey, tonight, Wealth, Wine and Wisdom with Fenton. Speaking of, join us tonight at 5 p.m. We'll have a wine and maybe continue the rhetoric. I'm going to talk about inflation. Core inflation, headline inflation. I'm interested. Sometimes it's boring, <laughs> but I think it's cool. Anyway, join me tonight with Andy if you're interested at 5 p.m. Same bat channels, folks. All right. Adios. Adios.